0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie poppin' tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie poppin' tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie poppin' tonight. Let's go. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to Tuesday night. Thank you for joining us. It's the Daily Boogie fucking podcast. Let's do this. Hope you had a lovely day because I certainly did. There's always, so much to get through. So little time. Uh, If you'd like to share the show out, then please, by all means, you can do that. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. I understand. I don't blame you. I wouldn't share it either. If you'd like to leave a tip during the show, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You'll figure them out. It's the same as everyone else. Same site, same links, different handle, but same nonetheless. So you can do that too. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Guess what? It's not all COVID tonight. It's not all about COVID tonight. I've got other good news. Demographic news. It's census time. Oh, wonderful census time. (laughs) So we're going to have a look at that. But as has now become customary on this program, day in, day out, I do feel like I owe you a little bit of an update. And it's only going to be a little update tonight. So stick through it and then you'll you'll soon learn about uh, the demographic shifts and the latest census results, as reported by the Washington Post, which I'm very much looking forward to diving in with you. I'm sure you'll appreciate it. It's census time here too, by the way. Don't know if you know that or not. Wow. (laughs) You know, this global pandemic, everybody's doing a census at the same time. I mean, it's weird.
1: It's
0: weird. Weird how that works. Everybody locked up in their homes. All right, everyone, fill this out. Great. More paperwork. Who would have thunk it? Anyway, enough of that silliness. Let's get to keeping the community safe once again. It's another day. It's another story. It's another day. It's another policy. Another day. Another day of keeping people safe, ladies and gentlemen, here in the great state of New South Wales. Let's have a look at our latest drive.
2: There's been a massive police crackdown on the New South Wales north coast yeah. following the latest lockdowns.
0: Of- you know, three of my favourite words here at... Te- three of our favourite words here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Massive and police and crackdown. Got to be out there catching those crooks, am I right? Got to be rounding up those criminals out there. I mean, you know... The streets are a dangerous place these days. Too dangerous for a pretty young thing like you. So we've got to be out there, we're hitting those streets, cleaning them up, (laughs) doing the right thing, doing some, doing some what we like to call good old-fashioned police work, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Officers are checking. People are following the stay-at-home orders with hundreds of cars stopped in the past 24 hours. Hundreds of cars. Christian Gubbset has more. Christian, police are taking this very
0: seriously. Tell me more, I can't wait to hear more.
1: Yeah, that's right, and the police operation in the States North is really ramping up, and police Good. are doing everything possible yep. to make sure that people are doing the right thing. Like, this is the right thing, by the way.
0: I want, I want you to take special note. Take out a notepad if you must, and write down what the right thing to do is. Because now the right thing to do is to, you, you know... I'm sure you have the same kind of antiquated notions as I do, because you're probably, you know, equally ignorant of the new rules, as I am. I, I mean, I do my best to be across them. But Not they change so damn fast. There it is. Hey. Thank you very much, Warfist. Ladies and gentlemen. Purchasing a beer. Thank you very much for the beer. I forgot I had that fucking alert. <laughs> <laughs> that that threw me right off. I'm like, why do? Why is The Simpsons playing? It's like, oh, I set that up ages ago and then forgot about it. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Very generous of you. So speaking of the right thing, you know, the right thing, the wrong thing, these things can be tough to negotiate, to navigate in today's modern world. So I'm glad that somebody's out there doing the right thing. You know, because like I said, we're all ignorant here. We're all stupid. I'm sure you had this idea somewhere in your mind, you know, in the dark corners of your mind somewhere, where you thought, well, they can't pull me over unless I'm doing something wrong. Like, you know, television and movies have taught us uh, what seems to be the problem, officer. Oh, you know, your taillights out. Oh, you ran a stop sign back then. You know, oh, you kind of drove a little quickly through that intersection Yada, 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 whatever whatever excuse there is, there has to be an excuse. Well, I'm pleased to report in the modern age of keeping people safe, we no longer believe that to be true. In the modern age of keeping people safe, ladies and gentlemen, we believe in pulling people over for no reason other than to check who they are, where they came from and where they're going. I mean, and doesn't that make you feel safe? Like, it makes me feel safe? I know, I feel so much safer with that.
1: The border operation is using traffic and highway patrol police along the entire north coast. Good. In the the past 24 hours alone, 400 cars have been pulled over and drivers and passengers quizzed.
0: Quizzed. (laughs) You're being pulled over to take a quiz. (laughs) Hey, do I at least win a frozen chook or something at the end of this if I get all the answers right? Sir, is this going to be on the quiz? You bet your sweet ass it is. So, all right, you're just driving to the shops or something. You pull over to the side of the road. And, you know, the officer of the law approaches your window. What seems to be the problem, officer? Who are you and where are you going? (laughs) Excuse me? You heard me. Show me your ID. Where are you from? Where do you live? Whoa. Uh, did I do anything wrong? No, this is this is just a random COVID uh, enforcement check there, citizen. You know, we've got to be... I'm afraid we've got to trust the science on this one. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I keep hearing that. People keep telling me to trust the science all the time, but it seems that, you know, just randomly pulling over cars <laughs> doesn't seem very scientific to me. I'll just have a cup of coffee. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, Dr. Till with the beers Uh, What does this button do What is I'm sorry It's in really small writing (laughs) Sorry I I didn't have it open Because I didn't Fucking expect anybody to You know Because like I said I forgot about that Hang on You can't can't have it not read Thank you very much by the way Dr. Phil the Funkmaster Dr. Till the Funkmaster Or Dr. Phil the Tunkmaster Whatever you prefer uh, Dr Till what's this button do also what's the Australia uh, the US to U, uh, Australian conversion rate you're all on the UK side you're all on the UK side or the Mexico side of the conversion rate we are we are very proudly on the Mexico side of the conversion rate there sir so. so at the moment it's 70 70 maybe 70 cents roughly thereabouts it might be 65 you know usually in the mid to high 60s early 70s American cents by one Australian dollar. Roughly, thereabouts, depending on the day. It's not bad. It's not Mexico, but it's not the pound either. And Warfus bought a boogie bumper tonight. Thank you, sir. So, where were we? That's right, quiz. Everybody likes a quiz. So now now you're being pulled over and asked, you know, who, who are you? Where are you from? I mean, if only we could get some of this AI technology just rolled out into the police cars themselves like you know from day dot don't you think that'd be so much easier so instead of having to go up to you and ask for your ID what if they just took it hear me out here what if they just took your picture and then brought up all of your details anyway then that would save awkward conversations wouldn't it I mean the word we would like to use here in the government would be something like efficiency I mean, this is all about streamlining processes, right? You know the language. We're streamlining processes in uh, the strive towards efficiency which will save taxpayers money. And then you'll have the same kind of small government guys who believe in the government not spending that much money going, yes, we absolutely should have AI cameras mounted on all the police cars at all, times. Like, if we could just get everybody's ID as they're walking down the street, think of all the money we'll save. I mean, it's a way to get the government off our backs, really, isn't it? And you'll think, oh, that's interesting. And then you'll cross the floor to the other side and think to yourself, well, I'll see what the other team is saying about this. You know, what, what's their take? And they'll be like, well, we absolutely need this surveillance. I mean, how else are we going to f- catch all the insurrectionists and the white supremacists out there? And they're like, oh, good. Seems like we've got all the angles covered then. <laughs> Seems like everything is wrapped up in a neat little package carry on so you are being you're driving around you be you'll get pulled over uh excuse me sir show me your id they can they can also do this uh door to door as well so you know if you are suspected of having covid you more than likely will get a on the door one day and it'll be somebody representing the authorities hi I just want to check your id make sure it's you is this your house Dude, if I broke in, do you think I would answer the door? (laughs) Right? Is this your house? Nah, just pissing in it and shitting in it and then moving on. Moving on to the next abode. I've got the family tied up in the basement. I don't know if you're interested in that. Are you here for them? or? Because, dude, I'll be out of here in like 15 minutes and then you can take over the place. I left a pipe in one of the bedrooms.
1: Police are targeting the M1 motorway, the New England Highway, Good. the Hunter Expressway yep. and the Pacific Highway, yep. as well as major back roads. Oh, all right. 17 infringement notices were issued.
0: 17? <laughs> 17, 17, you say? My, the operation was a success, was it not? I mean, we pulled over more than 400 cars to just ask the driver, who are you and where are you going? And we were were able to hand out 17 infringement notices. There were 17 cases. I mean, what a rip-roaring success this operation was. Definitely worth the money. I mean, we probably found, with you know, amongst those 17 people, we probably found a few people who were a few kilometres outside their designated radius. Because you're only allowed to go three miles from your home in any direction. So, you know, they might have... Maybe there was a hardware store five mile down the road. Oh, honey, we can only go three. Look, I just need a fucking box of uh, nails. And then I'm in and out. I'll be five minutes. Oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hello. Can I see your identification, please? Uh Did I do something wrong? Just a random COVID check. Oh. Well, Mr. Johnson, says here that you live in Fuck Me Up The Arse Creek, which is 4.2 miles down the road there. Oh, dear. Looks like you're on your way to Give It To Me Hard Daddy, which I'm afraid is 5.6 miles up the road. Uh, You sir are now in violation of the health orders. Here's one thousand dollar fine. There you go. Enjoy that. Wow, I didn't realize. Thank you for keeping me safe. No problem. It's what we're here for. (laughs) We're here to keep the community safe. And now we need to go and pull over somebody else, and ask them who they are and where they came from and where they're going. I mean, I feel safer. I don't know about you.
1: And seven vehicles were turned around and sent back uh, to the locations where they came from because really? they had no reasonable excuse. No
0: no reasonable excuse to be in your own car that day. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, basically, uh, the situation is thus. You can, where once we thought... Uh, you know, you had to be doing something wrong. You had to be, you know, in the, in the act of committing some kind of offence or something like that in order to be pulled over. That's, you know, I guess the new normal is do away with that antiquated notion because that's not how we roll anymore. Now we, just, now we just pull over who we feel like and check their ID, see where they're coming from and write them a fine for it. Yeah. If they're too far from their own house, we'll write them up we'll send them back where they came from <laughs> why because they don't they haven't explained themselves what's your excuse for being here i'm sorry your your explanation for being out here doesn't satisfy me here is a 1000 dollar fine for you basic that's basically what the situation is now of course um you know some people will go Oh my God, some people, when you when you say these things, like these basic realities, you'd be amazed at the amount of people just lose their fucking minds on you. Oh, fuck, you don't understand. It's about fucking protection. It's about community safety. Fucking, what do you know? And it's like, all you're doing is pointing out, well, okay, but the situation now is we can just pull over anybody for no reason at all. I You know, it wasn't that long ago where we were having big discussions like, here in the US, you know, what, what the fuck, what is stop and frisk, right? What is stop and frisk? You know, the same people who will tell you that stop and frisk is an evil thing because it's all about profiling will tell you, no, no, we should just have cops out there pulling people over randomly for no reason. Oh, I I thought we were against it. Like we should have, you know, you have no right to just go about your business and not commit crimes. No, 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 no. What you're doing, whether you're committing a crime or not, it's potentially a crime now because we don't know where you came from, right? Think about this. You being outside is now, makes you reasonably suspicious just for being outside. We now have enough, you know, suspicion we tick enough boxes to pull you over and start asking, start quizzing you, which was the term used in the report. That's all we need now. Look, there's a guy outside. Good, let's, let's pick him up. <laughs> See what he knows. <laughs> Scary times. This car
1: was pulled over in the Port Stevens Hunter yep. and the driver and passenger were found to be carpooling.
0: Because the driver and the passenger, they checked, they pulled this car over. They didn't say they were speeding or anything, didn't say they were committing any kind of traffic offence, nothing like that. Just pulled them over to check their ID. Who are you and where are you coming from? Oh, it looks like you both live in separate houses. Here's a $1,000 fine. Can't do that. It's against regulations. Just like that. Fine for not wearing masks. (laughs) This driver. (laughs) And we get them for not wearing masks as well. Because if you're in a car with one other person and that one other person doesn't come from your immediate household, then you can be fined for not wearing a mask. And you might say that that's crazy and what the hell is going on. But remember the story we covered yesterday. The vaccinated woman who's tested positive, uh, positive, pardon me. I said that yesterday too. Uh, The vaccinated woman who's tested negative four times to COVID is, and who's willing to pay for her own quarantine stay in a hotel for two weeks is being denied access to go interstate to help care for her daughter, who is a mother of two, aged four and two, who is going through chemotherapy. She's not allowed in,
2: even though she clearly doesn't have it. Winning underscore TV tipped $5. (laughs) We still doing this.
0: Yeah, we're still doing it. We're still doing it. Just for a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Winning TV. DLive.TV slash Winning TV. I mean, I, I'd like to stop doing it, but things keep changing. Things keep happening. And I feel like, well, if I don't at least catalogue it in the show, then, you know, 12 months from now, we'll be able to go back and say, oh, remember, remember when it was only that? <laughs> remember when we were only doing this? Like I said, I'm not here to help anybody. I'm not here to change the world. I'm not here to fight for justice or truth or any of that shit. This show is just about cataloguing. It's, it's about writing the obituary for Western civilization. And we're just cataloguing our own little section here as a good historian would for future generations to ponder. And the future generations being the, you know, the 19-year-old heroin junkie a hundred years from now who's hooked on retro wearing a Nirvana shirt who finds this on a USB stick in a $2 bin. That's who we do this for, folks. We do it for that guy. We do it for him. So he can get an idea of what it was like in his hellscape to escape. All right, so there you have it. We're pulling people over. We're writing them fines. It's happy days. Let's get to this this was a very interesting one Happy Hanukkah, okay.
2: hey. oh.
0: there's no links there's no link
2: underscore TV tipped five dollars here's the link we' still doing this too
0: it didn't it didn't play a link I am not seeing link but I appreciate it anyway I don't know if it's if it's my end or your end I don't know I see tips but I don't see a link brother 7 pm. TV. Uh, it's census time. Wonderful census time in the US. And this is this was a very startling headline for me, you've got to understand because uh, I had no idea just how racist everybody is, including the Washington Post. Jim N-Word, learn how to work streamlabs, Phil. <laughs> Have a look at this headline. All population growth in the U.S. is driven by minorities. Upcoming census data likely to reveal. Finally, finally, for the first time in the history of the country, census taking the number of white people. The the the, the joy in this article is breathtaking. Got to, it knocked me on my ass. It's it's. It's restrained jubilation in this article, which I find strange. For the first time in the history of the country's census taking, the number of white people in the United States is widely expected to show a decline. Yay! Huh? Woo! (laughs) I guess. Widely expected to show a decline when the first racial breakdowns from the 2020 census are reported this week. For 5 years now, the US Census Bureau annual uh, annual updates of the 2010 census have estimated that the nation's white population is shrinking. Again, good news. Good news. Good news for equality. And all population growth has been from people of color. The new census data planned for release on August 12 will show definitively how ethnic, racial and voting age makeup of neighborhoods has shifted over the past decade. Based on the national house-to-house canvas last year, it is the data most state legislatures and local governments use to redraw political districts for the next 10 years. Are you picking up where this is going yet? Are you seeing the path that lies ahead for you? I remember talking on this article, uh, on this article, I remember talking on the show, what, what was, what was it about? 18 months ago thereabouts? Before COVID. It was before COVID when we had time to discuss other things. <laughs> Until COVID strangled the life out of the news cycle. Well, what remaining life there was? It was already pallid at that stage. Gangrenous. You know, the sound of curdling blood echoing in its throat. But it was still alive, technically. Now it's definitely a corpse chucked it out the window into the skip bin below in the alleyway made a tremendous thump you know before COVID we were able to talk about other things and one of the things was you know some stats that I just picked up along the way and I remember reading them at the time and talking about you know the face of US politics is right about to change right about now because the numbers ladies and gentlemen the 2024 election will be the first time that... No, is it 2024 or 2028? It's either twenty four or twenty eight. Pardon me, because it's been a while. Will be the first time that, like, a... All of the young people, young voters, what we consider to be young voters, voting for the first time, most of them will be of non-white persuasion because most of the children born of that age in that kind of four to year eight bracket most of them coming up already outnumber you see so it's going to change politics and people say oh that's a horrible thing to say but i'm afraid you know numbers don't lie and data doesn't lie and you know people of non-white backgrounds overwhelmingly vote democrat (laughs) whether like it's funny how you can say that to a democrat and they'll get offended that you say it to them it's really strange. You, you can be like, well, you know, immigrant populations and ethnic populations overwhelmingly vote Democrat. You know, like three to one. Or at least two and a half to three to one, something in that era. Like, way outnumbering them. And they, and they get pissy with you. And they say, oh, it's not all about race. And I'm like, well, hang on. <laughs> I mean, why are you offended by it? I thought that's what you wanted, isn't it? <laughs> They, find, they don't really know how to dig out of that corner. Have a listen to this. <clears throat> the United States is also expected to have passed two other milestones on its way to becoming a majority-minority society in a few decades. For the first time ever, the portion of white people could dip below 60%, and the under-18, this is the key one here, the under-18 population is likely to be majority non-white, ladies and gentlemen. So that means in 30 years, 40 years, it starts to accelerate, you see, because these kids, most of them aren't having babies yet. <laughs> and they will as the white, you know, the older white voters die off. This this is why it's it was always going to be an uphill battle for Republicans in the next, you know, 24 and 28 is going to be tough. And the reason for that is a lot of traditional Republican voters, you know, say Uh, Six million of them will die between 2020 and 2024. they just just of old age, okay? It happens. It's part of life. So, you know, six million older, mostly white, mostly Republican voters will, you know, pass on. And they'll be replaced with the younger population voting for the first time, which is going to be, you know, the biggest in... That in you know voting history, because look at the population of the states—it's never been higher, right? So there's more people, there's more young people, and the young people are mostly, right, going to be non-white, non-republican voters. So they're gonna—the six million Republican voters are gonna get old and die off between now and 2024. They'll be replaced with around 10 to 11 million younger, uh, mostly Democrat voters. Okay. Now, of course, it does matter where those voters are because if they're all in California, then it doesn't really make any difference. If they're all in New York, it doesn't really make any difference. But are they in places like Texas? That might make a difference. You know what I mean? Are they in places like... Um, God, are, are people moving to Montana? You know what I mean? Just people moving out of these heavier Democrat areas and moving into the other ones. And then you'll see... Uh, districts start getting flipped. You won't flip a state in one election, often. It usually takes two or three at the best. But you will start flipping districts, congressional districts. And then you'll see that push on because the numbers don't lie. Six million are going to die. They vote mostly Republican. They're going to be replaced with 10 million who mostly vote Democrat. Estimates from 2016 to 2020 show that all of the country's population growth during that period came from increases in people of colour. So all of the growth between 2016 and 2020 came from non-white people. White people shrank. Not physically, like they didn't turn into midgets or anything. (laughs) You know, as, as a grouping, as a cluster. The largest and most steady gains were among Hispanics. Who have doubled their population share over the last, uh, the past three decades. Not those recent ones from Cuba, though. <laughs> Remember, Joe, we'll send those fuckers back. <laughs> Not putting up with more Cubans, those white supremacist Cubans. The largest and most steady gains were among Hispanics, who have doubled their population share over the past three decades to almost 20%, and who are believed to account for half of the nation's growth since 2020. They are expected to drive about half of the growth in more than a dozen states, a dozen states, including Texas, Florida, Arizona, New Mexico, and Nevada. Nobody believed me before the 2020 election when I said, there's a good chance that Arizona's going to go full fucking Democrat. No, but they fucking laughed at me. Laughed and laughed and laughed. But who had the last laugh, I hear you say. Well, of course, I didn't. You know, Kirsten Cinema gets it. Kirsten Sinema is very popular. I said, don't be surprised if Arizona ends up not being red. <laughs> Fuck off. You know why? Because you know, and you know, this is not a slight against uh, a person with these traits, but it's just what I found. The, you know, somebody in Arizona who might be more of you know, your I proudly shoot my guns and I salute the flag and. You know, God bless that guy. He's only ever going to see his area as patriotic because he's patriotic. You know what I mean, or whatever. He's only ever going to see his area as the way he projects it around himself. He's going to, he's going to create his reality around himself. No, no, no. This this state will never turn. I've I've watched too many elections in too many countries to ever take that seriously. And again, it's not an insult. But there's always, most people think their side can't lose. Cannot possibly lose. This state cannot possibly flip to the other team. Why? Because I'm a, I'm a proud, you know, American or I'm a proud New South Welshman and I know it's not going to happen. You know, we love Trump here or we love X here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. Kirsten Senema's is pretty popular, right? You're getting a lot of that overflow from California now. Uh, a lot of like the young voters are in places like Arizona because their parents moved to places like Arizona when they might have grown up in like New York or California for a you know a chance to buy a cheaper first home or something like that. Nah, that's bullshit. This place has been Republican forever. I'm like, okay. Next thing you know, <laughs> over it goes. But then of course, I still don't know what I'm talking about. You see, because oh they stole it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well then why do we even fucking bother then having the conversation in the first place if i can if i can give you all of these reasons as to why you know a state might flip a certain way and you can just write it all off as no uh you know you don't understand because this place loves x and then after they lose turn around to me and say no no you're wrong because they stole it it's like well why do we even bother having the talk in the first place then Let's just assume when you win, it's because you knew it would happen. And when you lose, it's because the other side cheated all the time. That'll make things so much easier. Then we can do away with four years of investigations and recounts and all of that shit. You just cheat next time, okay? Let's have everybody cheating. Because they're going to accuse you of cheating even if you win fairly. So you may as well cheat. That's the lesson there for the kids out there, by the way. If they think you're going to cheat, you may as well do it. (laughs) That way you can definitely win. (laughs) It's all about the kids. Uh, Asian people who made up about 3% of the population in 1990 could double that in the 2020 census, while the black population share is likely to hold steady at 12.5%. They really don't like the black people growing in numbers, do they? Why, did, why is that? Why is it the Hispanic population is doubling, uh, the white population is shrinking, and the black population is like, no, nah, we'll just hang around. We'll just keep it where it is. So strange. Whites are expected to account for over half of the growth in only five states plus the District of Columbia. This trend is uh, projected to continue, with whites falling below 50% nationally around 2045, Frey said, adding that at that point there will be no racial majority in the country and then finally there'll be no more racism, right? (coughs) Finally. I mean, once we get rid of this racial majority idea, then everybody will live in harmony. That's what's always happened. Everyone will get on so much better, finally, when we get to that point. Between 2015 and 2060, the Hispanic and Asian populations are expected to approximately double in size and the multiracial population could triple due to both immigration and births, ladies and gentlemen. So triple what it is now. The changes look different in various geographic areas. Some states will remain whiter and continue to lose population, as their residents age and die. It's such a cheery article. While others will grow and become increasingly ethnically and racially diverse. (laughs) Sounds good. People haven't recognised that Latinos are changing the face of the nation, he said. There is a meaningful and significant Latino population in virtually all states, except maybe Vermont, New Hampshire and Maine. Looks like I know where I'm <laughs> <laughs> Hey Yeah, I hear Maine has, like, really good crabs. <laughs> and and snow. Sounds good. Yeah, no, my whole life I've wanted to live in a place that has crabs and snow. That's why I'm moving there. Oh, what's that? It's also a majority. It's a lot of white people there. Oh, is there Really? I had no idea. <laughs> what I would hope is that policymakers begin looking at their decisions about. Listen to this. Listen to this. Oh, you're going to like this. What I would hope is that policymakers begin looking at their decisions about resource allocation and other policies through a Latino lens. Okay, make it more like South America. <laughs> That'll solve it. <laughs> that's that's what he's saying. That's that's a political way of saying, uh, start making it more like South America. Make it more like where they came from. I'll tell you what I say. I'll tell you what he said again. What I would hope is that policymakers begin looking at their decisions about resource allocation and other policies, quote, through a Latino lens. In other words, let's make it more like South America, because that's where they come from. The reversal of the great migration of the 20th century is expected to continue, with black people moving from the north as jobs decline there to prosperous areas of the south. Census data is likely to show a decline in the black population in Michigan, New York and Illinois, while Texas, Florida, Georgia and North Carolina are expected to gain the most black people. There you go. And again, rightly or wrongly, the thing with statistics is black people overwhelmingly vote for the Democrat Party. So consider all of these bullet points that I've been kind of firing at you, right? Older Republican voters are going to die, they're going to be replaced by younger Democrat voters. The numbers of uh, white people in certain states is dropping, whilst You know, overall, the number of white people is dropping. White people are mostly Republican voters. Okay. So they're dropping. And, you know, at the other end of the scale, there's a population boom happening with people who are around voting age for the first time who are mostly non-white. They're also moving into other states. They're moving out of Michigan, New York, and Illinois and going to places like, for example, Texas, Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Which, you know, should the Republicans lose two of those, let's say a big one and a, and a smaller one, if they lose Texas and Georgia or Florida and North Carolina, they will that's it, it's over. If they go blue, you you will never win another presidential election again because you just don't have the numbers. There aren't enough electoral college votes left. You know, Florida, Florida basically decides the presidential election pretty much now. Whoever wins that probably wins, right? So if that goes, it's going to be hard enough. But then if you lose Texas on top of it, then game over. Game over. Uh, African-Americans went to the North for economic opportunity to get away from Jim Crow, said Mark Morial. President and chief executive of the National Urban League. There's there's a league and a fucking committee and a chairmanship for everything, isn't there? Everything. The National Urban League sounds like a fucking foxy boxing tournament. Yeah, we out here in the hood watching my homegirl beat this motherfucking bitch's ass, yo. (laughs) It's National Urban League coming at you, motherfucker. And that's just, you know, foxy boxing in a strip club. But as cities, it's on YouTube, I'm sure. But as cities like Detroit, Cleveland, Indianapolis, and Chicago have lost manufacturing jobs, black people are moving south for jobs. And what? And which party traditionally is, you know, voted in in the south, ladies and gentlemen? You see what I mean? better weather and family culture he said people are returning to where family are the places that are on an uh upswing uh, i'll tell you what that's enough of that for now so there you have it that's some happy happy demographics news for you i mean finally the white people are going to be outnumbered and that's that can only end in good things i mean if we could just guarantee that one party wins elections from here on out don't you think we'll get more done I mean, it's really all of this arguing, all of this to and fro, all of this back and forth which leads to political inaction. If we could just get uniformity across the board, get everybody voting for the same side so they never lose, then we'll get what we want. That will solve all of our problems, I'm sure. All this bickering, just waste time. I'll tell you what, before we get out of here, how would you like to... How would you like to meet a super spreader? There's a... Hello? Oh, that sounded horrible there for a second. Is it my mouse? What is this? A little bit sketchy on the audio tonight. Uh, how would you like to meet a super spreader? Because <laughs> I know I would. This This one has a little bit of age on it. It's about three days old. We haven't checked in with Anderson Cooper for quite some time, so let's have a little look here. Because, again, we believe in keeping you safe here on Team YouTube. I've never met a super spreader before, have you? I haven't. I'm sure they're a great
3: guy. Let's have a look, see what it's all about. As we mentioned in our conversation with Bill Gates, a Kaiser Family Foundation survey found that more than half of the unvaccinated Americans think the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID.
0: Okay, he spat out a lot of words there very quickly, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that was like Anderson Cooper mumble rap. I, I heard Bill Gates mentioned, I wonder why he was saying it so quickly. And it was, you know, Bill Gates, you know, 30, 50% vaccinated. Fucking hell.
3: Listen to this. Tr- try and see if you can make out every word. In our conversation with Bill Gates, the Kaiser Family Foundation survey found that more than half of the unvaccinated Americans think the vaccine is more dangerous than COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: slow down. Slow down, Ando. We can fix this.
3: try this way as we mentioned in our conversation with bill gates the kaiser family foundation survey found that more than half of the unvaccinated americans think okay. the vaccine is more dangerous than covid
0: okay thank you bill gates for those statistics why is bill gates still involved i mean why wouldn't he be He's he's just a he's just a billionaire who wants to block out the sun. Why shouldn't he be? You know, checking the data, checking the stats. Hey, Bill's on the phone. He just wanted to let you know the latest numbers. Oh, good. I'm glad that I'm glad Bill is on top of this. Again, it's all for my protection. It's all for my safety.
3: The Biden administration has come down hard on vaccine misinformation, but Have one they? Florida doctor has seemingly gone to great lengths to really? perpetuate it. 360's Randy Kaye now with a story, the hunt to find him and the reasons behind his actions. It's an unproven vaccine. It's a good old-fashioned... There it is. Thank you for the beer, Dr. Till. Uh,
0: Let me refresh. My beer. Dr. Till, another great show. Hearing you say y'all in an Australian accent was one of the most unexpected pleasures of my life. Another beer for all the hard work and laughs. Sorry, Mr. Books. Stay safe out there in Mad Max land. I actually went back and watched the Mad Max um, movies not that long ago, like a couple of days ago, and I enjoyed every minute of them, the ridiculousness of them, the Australian accents with them. My favourite line from any Mad Max movie is probably the first one, uh, his mate Goose, which the first Mad Max I think came out in like 79, but I grew up on that movie because – you know, it was one of the ones I watched fucking a hundred times and I'll probably butcher the line cause I haven't seen it for so long, but um, you know, Max's partner goose is in a cafe and he's talking to this couple and he's telling like cop stories. And he says to them, look, by the time I got there, the, the cars hit the tree. The kid goes through the windshield, hits the tree, bounces off the tree and comes back through the windshield. <laughs> he said, By the time I got there, he was sitting there trying to scream with his face ripped off. (laughs) While they're having lunch and they stop eating and he's like, are you going to eat that? (laughs) Sitting there trying to scream with his face ripped off. (laughs) Anyway, I forget the fucking point. Oh, that's right. We're, we're, We're finding it's a good old fashioned fucking CNN hit piece, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. Since Trump kind of took the back seat, now we're hanging on. and I've been waiting for a good old-fashioned CNN hit piece to roll around, and now we've got one. It's a doctor. Because, you know, trust the science, trust the experts.
2: It's just being accelerated and eliminated virtually every
3: safety study. Okay.
2: He is the ultimate super spreader, not of the coronavirus, experts say, but of misinformation about... <laughs>
0: It's a lot of There's a lot of targeting of speech now, isn't there? All jokes aside. Because you th- the way that, the way these things are presented is no no, we're targeting a bad person. We're targeting a a person who does bad things. But really what that's that's not necessarily true because um if he wasn't saying these things, they wouldn't be targeting him. So they're not targeting him they're targeting the speech, right? They're targeting the things that he says. They just so happen to be coming out of his mouth at the time. It was like our discussion the other day, right? You know, accusing somebody of spreading misinformation on Twitter. It's like, well, what constitutes a spread? Define spread. Is it 100 followers? Is it 10 retweets? Is it a 50 million retweets? No, it's only the popular accounts. So it's not really what the person's saying. It's how much of a a footprint they have on the internet that matters. Because somebody with 10 followers can say whatever the fuck they want most of the time. Nobody's going to care because nobody sees it. Someone with a million followers says the wrong thing. And it's like, we've got to yank them. They're spreading misinformation. So this guy is apparently the biggest super spreader of all time. Let's have a look.
2: About COVID-19. His name is Dr. Joseph Mercola. Okay. It is very.
0: His name is Robert Paulson.
1: Likely that most people in America, if not, you know, the vast majority of people in America, have seen misinformation
0: that has. A- <laughs> you know what I know? Like, I'm not going to claim to speak on behalf of America, but after doing this for a few years and interacting with a good deal number of you, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you know what Americans really love? They really love snooty British guys telling them what they are. <laughs> They love that. In fact, if you're a snooty British guy, you should find yourself an American and start lecturing them immediately about what kind of a person they are, what kind of a culture they have, what kind of awful racism they have. Right? You know what I mean? They love that. They especially love it coming from a condescending British accent. You know what? I think the most most complicated thing with Americans is the way they treat their blacks. I mean, it's most unfortunate. (laughs) They just love that shit. So I've discovered, you know, in my time here.
2: COVID-19. His name is Dr. Joseph Mercola.
1: It is very likely that most people in America, if not, you know, the vast majority Uh of America have seen misinformation that has originated with this super spreader of lies and misinformation.
0: Okay. (laughs) He's got the routine down pat. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, chat, and I want you to, answer honestly, you know, just give me an honest answer with this very black and white um, you know, colour color sequence in the apartment everything's shiny, he's wearing a nice suit, he's got the educated British accent, he runs the Centre for Countering Digital Hate, he's the CEO at the Centre for Countering Digital Hate, which I must now look up I'm afraid, because I need to know what they are about let's see what the Centre for Countering Digital Hate is how, how they occupy their time during the day. Uh, I want you to tell me if you find this man trustworthy or not. Yes or no. Press 1 in the chat for yes. I trust him. Press 2 in the chat for no. Because I want to unearth all of the racists in the chat. As quickly as possible. So we can move them out. <laughs> C.K. Benzona. The center for what? Yeah, I do find with... When people run these organizations that just kind of pop up out of nowhere, you've never heard of them before, and then all of a sudden they're out there and they're doing things and they always have these kind of long extrapolated names, the Centre for Countering Digital Hate, right? And most people, I think, hear that and just think, okay, well, this must be a reliable person. They run the Centre for Countering Digital Hate. It sounds very official. It sounds very government-like, right? But I'm not like that. When I hear somebody say to me, I run the Center for Countering Digital Hate, my first instinct is like, okay, I wanna see what this is all about. (laughs) I wanna have a look at your little operation here. And so I found it. This is the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Read the report featured in the New York Times showing social media firms won't deal with anti-Jewish hatred. (laughs) Headline, Headline on top of the site. Our social media isn't doing enough to deal with anti-Semitism. <laughs> pandemic, uh, the pandemic profiteers, the business of anti-vax. Okay. Gee, I wonder if they mention the pharmaceutical company's profits in their pandemic profiteers report. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the guy getting two-dollar super chats on on YouTube. <laughs> He's the guy who's really making mint out of this. read our report on the pandemic profiteers the dozen leading anti-vaxxers who have enriched themselves by spreading misinformation I mean if only they could enrich themselves by getting governments to force people to take them (laughs) 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 if only they could do it a legal way wait this isn't illegal shut up shut up Read our report on the pandemic profiteers. The dozen leading anti vaxxers who have enriched themselves, who probably go to riots, we saw the footage yesterday, enrich themselves by spreading misinformation. The anti vax industry boasts annual revenues of at least $36 million and is worth up to $1.1 billion, ladies and gentlemen. So the anti vax industry is worth up to $1.1 billion. That means that's the largest estimation we have without knowing the real number. I, I was reading something last week where one of the vaccine company, one of the pharmaceutical companies, for the first quarter of 2021 made 54 billion dollars. The profiteers of the pandemic, huh? What? A, what an in-depth report this must be. So, there you go. That's them. I will tell you what. Oh, let's listen to him. For, I'll give him one more minute, and then I'm getting out of here because Winning TV is about to kick off. Oh.
1: You know, the vast majority of people in America have seen misinformation that has originated with this super spreader. We
0: haven't even got to the guy.
2: That's exactly why the Center for Countering Digital Hate, a nonprofit tracking misinformation about COVID online, put Dr. Mercola, an osteopathic physician, at the top of its disinformation. Okay,
0: who's on the list? Riza Islam, I know him. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is on the list. I don't know any of the other people. No, sorry. The Big 12, huh? Look at this. It's like like a fucking, you know, it's like Osama Bin Laden's 12 generals. Look at this. Look at the presentation. Look, they're putting a circle around. He's the target. He's the head of the operation, the terrorist organization. Exactly. The Dirty Dozen. Have a look at that. Well, yeah, they're coming. They're coming for you. Believe it or not. All right. With that, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Thank you for joining us. I'll be back tomorrow night, probably, most likely, perhaps, maybe, at 6 p.m. I'll probably be back at 6 p.m. So I'll see you then. Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and on Streamlabs. Like I said, hang around for our friend Phil, Phil D'Angelo, if he gets his microphone working correctly. If he sorted out his audio issues. Mm.
3: <laughs> mm.
0: Phil. So give Phil a follow. Uh, follow all of our friends. Thank you to everyone. Like I said, I'll see you tomorrow. Till then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. See you later.